Hi, this is Ian Sinclair, the voice of Space Dandy and other people. You're listening to Byte. Good job. there how's it going everybody that's right if you can hear my voice it is another magical episode of the coven podcast wherein we talk about all things geek and all things girl and where those two things intersect today uh we are talking about something that a lot of people hold very dear to them and a lot of people think is super weird uh i love that kind of spectrum where it's one or the other we're talking about uh, visual novels and dating sims the differences they're in and the issues they're in um now I uh, don't have a lot of experience necessarily with visual novels, but I do know a lot of anime that are based off of visual novels, and I love mm. those anime to death. But sometimes you can definitely see where they got their roots. Uh, and I am your host, the Witch of the Wavelengths, Daily Wilhelm. Joining me today is another visual novel expert. Well, not really, but Courtney Tuckman. <laughs> you go farther than I have, though. You've, you've played one through 100%. Well, if you want to get technical. <laughs> yeah, we'll get technical. And uh, for her first episode here on The Coven, we have the lovely Kathleen Eastham. Now, what is your experience with VN slash dating sims? I like to say I'm pretty experienced. I mean, I haven't gotten to all the weird ones and I haven't gotten to like the sexual ones. But I have played a lot of the Otames where you get to like make a bunch of boys fall in love with you because... I guess I have never had other guys fall for me, so I'm like, I might as well have virtual guys fall for me. 1,000 virtual husbandos. Oh, I yes. love it. Yeah. That is one of my favorites. <laughs> that is a game. Like, I wasn't just saying that. That's an actual game. I have this one app that's like the cat game that everyone was addicted to. The uh, d- was. Daily still addicted to it. Yes. It is that, it's that game, but with cute boys. It's called Notice Me Senpai. Oh my gosh. And you I get will them, download you, that one. I'm going to run a cafe that. and you collect a bunch of cute boys. We are not sponsored by Notice Me Senpai, but if you want to throw some sponsorship <laughs> our way, go ahead. Yay! Yay! Please. <laughs> but so, okay, so I've been saying visual novel slash dating sim. Obviously, <clears throat> there is a difference. Uh, visual novels are interactive games wherein it's kind of a choose your own adventure. You have the option of choosing different, like, uh, speech options and that will give you a different reaction from the characters mm. that you're interacting with or you can choose like i'm gonna go home early or i'm gonna go investigate the creepy basement of the school there's I'm gonna, gonna be go sleep now yeah there's gonna be two very different things that happen there uh mm-hmm. very much so and visual novels are usually focused on the narrative and what you are doing with your choices yes. whereas dating sims essentially it's a main character and a larger cast of characters and then you have the option as the main character to pursue one of those people mm-hmm. um, or multiple or multiple if you really want to which is an option in many of them mm-hmm. uh usually with dating sims we see it much more uh sandboxy like it's like i'm gonna go pursue this person today versus i'm gonna go pursue this person whereas visual yeah. novels are you ran into so and so what do you do just um, decline their offer yeah. Just punch them in the face. Just, right, right that's then. usually an option. Violence yeah. is always an option in uh, <laughs> visual novels. But uh, visual novels are 
like really prolific, not so much here. Uh, it's starting to get there, but usually when we hear visual novels, it's because it's like, hey, that anime was originally a visual novel. Courtney, some of your favorite anime have been based off Clan of visual Ad- novels. And Steins Gate. And Steins Gate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clan Ad, I feel like, almost leans toward being more of a dating sim just because it's the it's the one guy and multiple girls, but I never saw Steins Gate being a dating sim, or not a dating sim, but a visual novel originally. Mm. Yeah, no. Um, Clanad, well, it's, it really kind of depends. Clanad is kind of in... I mean, it's classified as a visual novel, but um, there are paths you can take that aren't dating-related, but a lot of them are dating-related. So, like, mm. you can end the game having, like, accomplish Akio's dream the like the father of one of the girls yeah obviously like, you're not you can trying help to him date out. the father yeah <laughs> or like when you are doing Foucault's path like you can either end up with her as her boyfriend or you can just stay friends with her so mm-hmm. right i mean it really depends on how you want to play it yeah yeah again with that theme of uh choices and branching narratives which i think is something that japan especially has had for a long time uh with visual novels but I think right now uh, in the West, it's just now becoming a more serious thing that we take seriously instead of Mm -hmm. just the choose your own adventure. We have games like Intel Dawn, where every choice you make affects the final outcome of the game. And that was a huge mechanic. Or Life is Strange Mm -hmm. uh, being a really prolific one. And then they kind of just made it down to a (laughs) two decision thing at the end. But that's okay. (laughs) Uh, uh, It's debatable whether that's okay in my book. But yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so visual novels, I really like the idea of visual novels, Mm -hmm. the idea of like, it's more, you're interacting with the story instead of just, here we are, we're watching it. And I'm going to date this person. Yeah. That's, and that's the thing about dating Sims. It's like, you, you're there for the purpose of pursuing characters versus experiencing the story. Mm Mm-hmm. Although it's arguable that the story could be good, too, probably. Oh, yeah. But you do have that ultimate goal in mind. And something that bothers me about dating sims is that usually if it's, uh, like, a harem one where it's just, you know, guy and a bunch of girls, the guy is faceless. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, yeah. And often voiceless. Yeah, he's just got generic hair and generic everything, and you don't ever see his eyes. Sometimes maybe you see, like, his mouth in different mm-hmm. reactions, but just faceless guy. Because we don't, you're supposed to, as the player, be that guy. So they're... Uh, you're supposed to see yourself in him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the audience uh, in mind when these games are developed is very clear uh, just through that. So within... Um, or sometimes you never even see the actual player. You just are just playing the game. Yeah. It'll just say, like, you. You say this. You do this. I always want to argue with it and be like, I want to do that. No, <laughs> I want something more Why subtle. Why would you do that? Yeah, sometimes you're left with some decisions that you don't want to make. Yeah. Um, but so within the genre of both uh, visual novels and dating sims, there's subgenres. Um, mm-hmm. And the one that we're probably most broadly familiar with is uh, Rennai Games, which is the romantic focus, mm. where it's like the ultimate goal in mind is either getting together with a character that you know you will, because that's the whole visual novel's approach, mm-hmm. or choosing between a couple different girls or or boys or guys or guys because uh 
There's also Otome Games, which is essentially mm-hmm. the reverse harem, where there's one girl and a bunch of different uh, optional guys to pursue. Which and are great. <laughs> is that, that's been your, uh, most of your experience oh, then? Oh, yes. What's your most highly recommended? My most highly recommended would probably be, uh, uh, what is it, My Candy Love. My Candy Love. What's that love. about? It's a piece. It's an online game where you have to like go in and you're like it's like a school and then you have to just kind of like, but it's like a normal like high school like romance like you get to meet a bunch of boys and then choose your own adventure kind of like do I want to do this? Do I actually want to help this person out or do I not? Do you give deal. Do you give candy to your senpai? Unfortunately, no. But you do <sighs> do get awesome pictures every time you get to change your outfit. I love that. I love it when that's an option. I love like outfit changing. Whenever I get to change an outfit, that's like five stars instantly for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can change outfit. Yes. Will buy game. Uh, so, and then there's also very familiar to most of us and apparently my like two terabyte hard drive as I've been accused as much by uh, CJ, <laughs> our managing editor, uh, is uh, Arrow Gay Games, which translates to erotic games so <laughs> those are kind of scary those are kind of scary uh they're they're very unapproachable i mean you, again that ultimate goal in mind in this case it's not that oh i want to get with senpai and watch the sunset with them and it's like me and senpai <laughs> i'm gonna get with senpai <laughs> and you're gonna see every detail yeah that's the thing too definitely that's that's kind of the image that i think people generally have at first when they hear about like Oh, I'm playing this game where I get to choose between a couple different people to date. They're like, and are it's you like, going to have virtual sex with this person? Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, I'm just, I just like looking at them and they look pretty and I want them to say that they love me. Yeah. That's all I want. Through the screen. Touch them Please. gently. Just but, stroke the straight screen. Uh, and then there's the the a little less uh, scary and unapproachable, the Bishojo games where it's just a cast of beautiful female girls for the na- mm-hmm. uh, male player. This is where we see... Um, where harem anime usually comes from is that there's all these really interesting girls and then this really boring male protagonist because oh, he's yeah. just supposed to represent the everyman and it's like I'm not I'm not interested in you at all but the girls the, are usually really interesting the girls are great yeah because really that's the whole too. point of the game and unfortunately it becomes the whole point of the show so it's always like why are you falling in love with this really boring guy yeah Especially when there's, Air, like, multiple basically. guys. Air, Air, it was a visual novel. Yeah, so. I just, I thought the main guy was, like, really ugly and really boring. But all the girls were like, Yukita. Yeah. Did, while watching it, did you ever think, like, is this based off of something else? No. Well, when I watched Air, I was still kind of new to anime. I'd only been into it for, like, three years by then. Mm-hmm. And, um... I didn't know visual novels were a thing. I just kind of assumed that every anime was based off a of manga. Yeah, mm. that's um, that's the easiest assumption to make, I think. Uh, yeah. But it didn't surprise me when I learned what visual novels were and or are and that it was based off one. Yeah. I was like, I, oh, that makes sense. I like it a lot better when it's a surprising thing. Like with Steins Gate, I would have never thought that yeah. it was based off of a visual mm. novel. Or Higurashi. Or he- Higurashi. Yeah, that's another one of our uh, categories here is there's a very popular demand for horror uh, visual novels hmm. like Higurashi or Corpse Party, I think was originally a visual oh, yeah. novel. Oh, yeah. Um, which 
puts a whole new spin on like choose your own adventure more like choose your own nightmare am i right ladies yeah y'all <laughs> um and then uh we finally have uh one of your favorites technically courtney since you love clan ads so much is naki gay games which are visual novels that are their sole goal is to make people feel the feels and eventually cry it's literally the translation is crying game. So, but so um, it, that that's not the sole goal though, because the there's also like you're also trying to get with females. Right. Game. But it's it's like a combination. Like, yeah, the narrative is meant to. Oh yeah, move that people. achieves. Yeah. Hundred percent. It's definitely definitely achieves it. So uh, there's so many. I mean, it's a huge huge uh, audience for visual novels and otome games Mm -hmm. um which i feel like are on their own level because it's like when you think of visual novels or dating sims it's like we're dating girls and it's like no actually sometimes guys Mm -hmm. or sometimes crickets or pigeons (laughs) so along with all the regular ones where it's like you're pursuing your senpai sometimes once in a while we get a really really weird dating sim uh and we we yeah. yeah Uh, one of the most well-known one is probably Had a Full Boyfriend, which is just become so prolific at this point that it's just like, yeah, you date pigeons. It's magical. It's magical. You just, it's, it's just, it's very much a, like, visual novel dating sim in that it's just like all the normal things. It's like, I'm pursuing senpai. It's like, oh no, the teacher, which is like kind of skeevy, but I've come to expect it from Japan. Um, Yeah. No, that's like really common yeah which I is mean, a whole issue in itself i'm yeah. watching like the second season of hibike euphonium euphonium right now and it's like a main plot point that this girl has a crush on this teacher and i'm like stop yeah <laughs> stop like, it i think uh western uh stories usually utilize that but then it's instantly shut down oh yeah, yeah. as soon as like the teacher finds out it's like no but the thing with uh, Japanese narratives is that some of the time it's like, yeah, let's do this. And, you know, mm-hmm. the age of consent is way lower. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so. a whole issue in itself. Oh, yeah. But uh, when you're not trying to date your teacher, why don't you try to date the doctor who maybe killed your mom? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Kiss of Revenge, when I saw some of the stills from it looks to- like a totally normal uh like uh otome game except mm-hmm. maybe some dark undertones but those undertones are so much darker than i thought they were because it's like you're playing as this girl who went through medical school because she swore to get revenge for her mom who was uh killed during surgery and she blames the doctor for like (laughs) making a mistake or whatever and then when she finally finds him she's like oh i love him i love him i hate it when stories do that yeah and you're like no no this is no just just kill him right now just i don't know just kill him it's like what happened to all that like righteous fury and like what you worked for through medical school for it's like mom what mom yeah that doesn't (laughs) matter anymore that my mom's dead Whatever. And then oh, well. he killed my mom. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that one is honestly the most tame out of this list. <laughs> uh, the second most tame would, we'll just get into like increasing amounts of untamed otome, but, uh, oh, yes. which they're not all otome, but untamed VNs. 
Um, then we have, uh, what's it called? Uh, it's a doujinshi. So doujinshis are like fan creations of already uh, other IPs. Um, and it's Love Love Chow, which is mm. a Pacific Rim Oh, doujinshi. yeah, I saw that. And I was like, what Beautiful. is this? So you have the option of dating Ron Perlman's character. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got like little blush marks. Uh, and it's like this sparkling background the whole time. Uh, I love that. I love it so much. I love that it's just taking like a movie that's arguably really gritty. It's a great movie. I can't wait for the sequel. But and just adding this layer, it's like it went into a Japanese photo booth and got like all the little shiny sticker effects done. I love That's it. Great. I love it. But definitely a more tame one uh, uh, that's on this list. There's Pack a Plus, which uh, you go to the petting zoo with your girlfriend, and then the next day your girlfriend's an alpaca. Oh no! <laughs> so you're dating. <laughs> Oh my god, Japan, what? It's beautiful. I love it. I was like, okay. Yeah, Japan (laughs) does have the trend of, like, those alpaca plushies are, like, super popular from Japan. And they're so cute. But, like, what? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. The the main pictures I found from it that really amused me was when, so your girlfriend plays violin, and now she's uh alpaca and alpacas have really long necks so it's just like bent at a 90 degree angle <laughs> like <laughs> holding this violin and playing it with who that's so funny <laughs> i love it see i love i love the absurdity of some of these like uh there's namco high where uh you are an androgynous character which is neat because then okay. anyone can play it it's more yeah. accessible um and you are at a high school and you are pursuing Namco IPs. Brilliant. Like, drawn in their original styles, for the most part. <laughs> I love that. Love so it. you're dating pixels at one point. <laughs> Have fun with that. Still oh sounds gosh. like a better plot than Pixels by Adam Sandler. Dang. Oh. Accurate, though. Yeah. Accurate. Um, then we have... Uh, Tomak Save the Earth Love Story, which, like... <laughs> I love these names. Every okay. time you just say one, I'm just like, I have to laugh. <laughs> like, you can't tell. So what would you think is the plot of this one from just hearing the name? Tomak Save the World Love Story. Save the Earth, sorry. I feel like you have to fall in love, and then you save the world. Or other way around. You save the world, and you get you get your lady. Your or man. Guy, whatever. Actually, <laughs> Act- oh, we got that wrong somehow. Oh. It's about a dismembered head <laughs> in a flower pot. Oh my that god! That you date in a style that looks like it's done by I uh, s- Gyo. That I saw mangaka. the like the one picture of it, and I was like, at first I was like, oh, it looks like a cute picture, and then I looked at it, and I'm like, her head is literally in a flower pot. Yep. And I was like, oh. Okay. If that doesn't just, bother you. It sounds like Japan's version of Castaway. <laughs> oh, my God. Wilson! I, if you had the option of naming them, I would totally name her Wilson. That'd be, there should be a Wilson dating sim. Oh, my Petition. Gosh. Petition to make Actually, that. I'd name her Stillson. She can't move. Oh. claps. Pitiful yeah. coven claps for Courtney. Sorry, wow. I'll leave now. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. But uh, and then uh, we have the one 
that I don't know what to think of this one because it's like framed as a very normal, excuse me, dating sim, just like Had a Full Boyfriend kind of is, except for that one twist of pigeons. And honestly, it works. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Minus, you know, like the genocide undertones uh, of Had a Full Boyfriend. (laughs) That's a thing, too. So then we have Creature of Koishio. The girl that you want to date is a person-sized cricket. Oh, yeah. And I was like, that would cause some problems. Cricket with boobs also should I just, be noted. I just saw, like, the one picture of it, and I was, it was, like, a, the cricket girl taking off her panties, and he's just, like, yeah, it has was, a nose. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah, it was, like, the classic scene of, oh, no, you walked in on me while I was changing, except it's a person-height cricket with, like, pink frilly panties. And I was like, She wears a schoolgirl outfit most of the time. Mandibles are a thing. Yeah. There is making out in this game it's... with a cricket face. I can't even come up with anything witty to say. I'm You're just, just like, like, processing um, that information. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Japan. Japan. Uh... Japan. Uh, okay. And then, so... One of the most prolific games is also very, very tame compared to what we just talked about. Uh, and uh, it's called Love Plus, which I see Packa Plus is a play off of that. Mm-hmm. But Love Plus uh, is played on the Nintendo DS. Okay. And uh, what? Keep going. Sorry. Essentially, you um, you have different options for girls that you can date and the article i read described it as like kind of like collecting tamagotchis Uh but Mm. uh that's kind of what we've come to know with dating sims but this one has the note that it's it's pretty chaste for what it is you're playing you make yourself and you're a high school character and you're dating this girl who is also in high school and you just it's it's just kind of like you talk to them and you pursue them and then you're together and that's for the that's the majority of the game is when you're together and you go on dates and stuff. Um, but this takes it the step further in that it's a very popular game to the point that people in real life take their girlfriend on their Nintendo DS on dates and buy oh, them cake on their birthday. Gosh. And put them, uh, take pictures with them on the DS. <laughs> and That's like yeah. that episode of Gravity Falls where with the uh dating sim one and like oh yeah yeah uh Seuss and the real girl yeah. or whatever yeah that one was it w- it was like she followed him and then it's like you can't leave me uh which is kind of how uh these Japanese men feel is that they can't leave them they're like in an actual relationship with this girl that's 3D rendered and doesn't exist uh which you know I don't I don't know how to, to think about that. I don't know if I'm in the place to judge that. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if it's okay for people to worship a uh vocaloid. Yeah. Oh. That's that's also very I'm I'm sure there's a vocaloid dating sim out there also. Oh, oh I easily. Would, definitely. Uh, I'm also playing a game called Crush Crush in which they have like all the characters are based off other games. Oh, okay. Other things. And there's a Vocaloid character in it. I was like, oh, yes. And they just added the one from, uh, oh, what was it? It was the one, like, sim in which you just, like, murder a bunch of people who have faults in love with your senpai. Yonder uh, Simulator. Yonder yeah, Simulator. Yeah, that one. Yeah. They just added her. 
and I was like, oh my gosh, she just murdered the girl I wanted. <laughs> I was oh, like, no. yes, I love her. <laughs> That's wonderful. I like it when people take original IPs and put that little spin on it. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. there's, I'm sure there's the demand for it, like a free visual novel i think went viral at one point oh my god because uh, why wouldn't you just it looked me right in the eye as <laughs> you said yeah because you're wearing a free shirt kathleen <laughs> <laughs> why i got this for like four dollars at hot topic don't judge me that's a deal. good price I that's know, a good right? deal a usually plus. those anime shirts at hot topic are expensive it was on clearance and i was like no way i was like oh got it so good segue uh, Japanese men wind up spending a lot of money on their virtual girlfriends and to the point <laughs> that uh, there's also um, not necessarily for the DS game, but for other games, there's extra attachments that you can get oh, God. Um, in order to simulate the full girlfriend experience, oh, God. If, you, if you know what oh, I mean. God. <laughs> wink, wink. Oh, God. Wink. You know what I mean, right? I Courtney? can't say anything, Woody. I'm still processing okay. that information. <laughs> okay. Oh God. Well, uh, so that's that's a thing, um, and this there's kind a of, market for that. There's a market for that, and it's interesting <laughs> because uh, recently, in the past couple decades, in Japan, something called like celibacy syndrome has been going around in the fact that young people, like our age, like between 18 to 25, have dropped incredibly in interest in sex uh there's uh the birth rate versus the death rate is going steadily down yeah um in japan uh there's a lot of old people versus a lot of young people in japan and it's because young people aren't uh getting married they aren't having we're gonna have that problem soon too Mm -hmm. yeah because all the baby boomers are getting old and then they stay old and because like, technology. So many of yeah. like millennials don't want to get married or have kids. Yeah, Japan beat us to it, but it's about to happen. Now. Yeah, a lot yeah. of other countries already are seeing this trend. Like in Germany, it's a really uh, prolific issue. But uh, one of the things being blamed for this, particularly in Japan, is that men are able to date fake women instead on dating sims, etc. And mm. one of the main reasons for this, I think, is Japan's culture surrounding work and its emphasis for it. It's like mm-hmm. you are at work more mm-hmm. than nine to five, and oftentimes you're commuting. And then if you're not commuting, it's like traditional for everyone, let's go out to the bar afterward. And, and often you're working on the weekends, too. And then you're working on the weekends. So oh, you're no. never home. You don't really have a chance to foster a meaningful relationship with someone Um even, even online, you're still working. It's mm-hmm. not like you can have the time to type out messages. So it works a lot better for uh, guys, I guess, then to have a girlfriend that you just you turn on your DS and there she is. And she's never mad at you for like not coming and seeing her. She's always happy to see you. She never nags you about cleaning your apartment. Or yeah, she can't see it. Eating healthy or, <laughs> I mean, hey, as long as no one gets hurt, Fine, whatever. Yeah. Please yourself in whatever way you want to, <laughs> but I will pass. So yeah. not for me, but not not that, for you. Not yeah, for I was me. about to say personal question. Would you have a virtual significant other if you wanted to? It's I mean, sad. you we have the capability of this right now. But I'm going to answer this, and I'm going to say, is it sad that I actually had one at one point? Was it like middle school? Because we've all had High that school, moment. Actually. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
High school is also, now that I've moved on to college, high school is also kind of a dark yeah. time. You're like, oh, gosh. I was always like middle school, and now I'm just like high school. because yeah, I was like, I need a boyfriend. And then there was like an app that was like my virtual boyfriend. I was like, oh, yes. And I bought the app. I paid like $3 for this app. That's that's a good deal yeah, for a like, whole boyfriend. I was like, okay. <laughs> was, it, was it like anime style or was it like... Yeah, it was kind of what it was kind of anime style and you can like choose what his personality was and all that now that i'm like talking about it, it's like sounds really really sad because everyone's like no really? no there's a I giant like, market I for know. this it exists <laughs> it's like i'm such a dork in high school i'm sorry i would ha- be open to the idea of a virtual boyfriend if they were like if it's like 50 years in the future and we have like realistic androids <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> i'd do that I wouldn't do I I would not feel any kind of connection to a, a bunch of pixels on oh, a yeah. screen. Yeah. Well, then it's kind of arguable that like obviously catfish is a phenomenon in our culture and getting catfished yeah, is that's a thing. True, and but... if you don't know who that person is, you're kind of it's the same thing if you're getting messages from a source. Yeah, well, you yeah. know when you are when you have a virtual boyfriend, you know that it's virtual. Yeah. Catfish, you're thinking that yeah. the person's real. And that you have the chance to eventually see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once they make, like, dating apps that also incorporate dating sims, mm-hmm. then that would be kind of interesting. That would be. It would just if be it interesting. Was like, I probably wouldn't be in it, but it's just interesting, like, yeah. if you're on virtual dates. I mean... It's just like kind of a marvel of technology that we can have this conversation at all and be like, yeah. would you have a virtual boyfriend if you wanted to? And it's like, hmm, let me think on boyfriend. that. It's like, yeah, exactly. I would and like it the weird science way, though. Like the like actually building up an yes, android? I would like that. I'm sure one day <laughs> someone's going to be like, oh, I didn't know what to get you for Christmas, so, so I got, got you it. this. And it's like, oh, thanks, Grandma. Build your own boyfriend. Way to be subtle. Accurate. <laughs> 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 When are you going to give me grandkids? I can't give you grandkids with this, Grandma. <laughs> but uh, instead of, like, Grandma sweaters, you get <laughs> virtual, virtual boyfriends. boyfriends. I love it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's a really... I, it makes me wonder, like, how much do people feel bad about, like, having virtual girlfriends or boyfriends in the end? Because it's, like... I know this person isn't real and is this does that then get in the way of fostering real relationships? I feel it does sometimes. Oh yeah, definitely. Um pe- there it's not me, but people can form real attractions or at least they think they can. And if something were to happen to that DS. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's pretty terrifying, I bet. I I remember one of the, uh, it was a BBC article about, uh, you know, Japanese men dating uh, Love Plus protagonists. Mm. And he was like, he would put the DS in like his bike basket and like ride around with her. And it's like, what if you hit a bump and that DS just shatters? That's your (laughs) girlfriend. What do you do? You just killed your girlfriend. Yeah. Way to go. Or maybe we should be using the term waifu. I know that's, that's an event of the internet in which you take an anime character or a character from a dating sim and be like this is my waifu and sometimes that leads to getting the body pillows Mm. and of course the pictures of like someone having like a nice dinner set up and then on the other side of the table is a a body pillow or or ds yeah i I think 
Sorry, go ahead. I actually have a Rin, Matsuka Rin body pillow from free. I do. No my... judgment here. No oh. judgment here. I know my friend, Whitney, who bought me the pillow is watching or listening. And thanks, Whitney, for that pillow. <laughs> and a very awkward conversation with my mom about why I have a pillow of a half-naked guy. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> as far as... um. The waifu thing goes, I think one of my favorite anime moments ever from Azumanga Dayo is the swim, the really creepy swim teacher kind of goes up to this group of teenage girls, shows them a picture of this really pretty woman, and in Japanese, they, they ask, like, who is this? And with his beautiful English accent, he goes, my waifu. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So it's like... I mean, oh. it was his actual wife, but yeah, he was just... But- he just my waifu <laughs> so funny gosh that's wonderful i love oh that um I, I like it like the kidding way of being like waifu for laifu but there are honestly people out there i know uh that post went viral a man married his body pillow oh yeah like legally i think it was in taiwan somewhere oh, yeah. like that um excellent yeah i'm just so like, talk about the sanctity of marriage no oh my gosh Marry your body pillow if you want to, I guess. But yeah. but then there's, like, should we encourage that? Should we as a society be like, yeah, if you really need to? As long as no one gets hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I, f- I feel it's I'm on the same path. Yeah. I agree. But uh, just to kind of play devil, uh, devil's advocate here, um, well, it's like they're not learning real social skills. They're pretending to learn social skills. I mean, in this world, you might not even really need social skills. No? Yeah. I mean, you can make money from sitting in your apartment room in various ways nowadays, you know, without ever having to interact with someone. I know one girl, she gets paid like $10,000 a week from just eating a bunch of food in front of a webcam. That is the thing. I've seen, yeah. I've, I've seen that girl. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, like, oh, yeah, that's is, my goal in life. <laughs> goals. Goals. Life but, goals. Um, yeah, I, I actually do think that these games can maybe start to foster, like, social skills and being like, how do you talk to the girl that you like? You find out things about her, and then you ask her about those things mm-hmm. and have conversations about the things that she likes and say nice things and not be terrible. But at the same time... It makes me wonder then, like, when guys play, guys or girls, play dating sims, and then are they like, can I apply this to real life entirely? Because oftentimes tropes inside dating sims are, like, really ignorant of consent issues and take advantage of their characters. Yeah, and I almost wonder, like, if there is a guy in Japan who is, you know, he has his DS girlfriend and... um, a real girl comes along the way and tries to ask him out. Would he consider that cheating? Yeah. Or oh yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. One of the one of the guys who was like super dedicated to his, uh, you know, DS girlfriend on Love Plus. He was married, and he was like, "I hope my wife never finds out, and I hope that if she does, I don't have to break up with Nene." Is her <laughs> name? Or else he'd get whipped. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, <sighs> I'm sorry. I'll leave. Please do. Oh, podcasts and their puns. Puns. <laughs> puns here in the podcast lounge. Puns. 
but uh so I have a lot like I believe again like you do Courtney that as long as no one's getting hurt Mm -hmm. it's fine but I think that learning these behaviors can later on wind up hurting others in the fact that uh like there's a lot of sexist tropes within like dating sims plus like if you want to like find out information about someone it's usually like you have to find out in like a really creepy way yeah like i know sometimes like you have to go through like trash of their like apartment or whatever or like you have to like talk to everyone it's like hey so what about this person and then yeah and it's like like, when you uh... when you don't pair that with like everyday conversation like oh, how was the test, da-da-da, like, 10-minute conversation. It's like, oh, hey, I wanted to ask you about senpai or whatever instead of just being like, tell me about senpai. Yeah. Where is he? Like, Batman it up. (laughs) Or that one moment in the clan and visual novel where Ryo just casually said she would rape someone and no one blinked an eye. Yeah. Mm. Again, like, consent issues. A lot of things are, like, the main inciting incident oftentimes, especially in the anime based off of dating sims, is, oh, no, you ran into this girl face first into her chest. It's kind of an anime problem in general. That is an yeah. anime problem in general. Um, this is better than uh, Rosario and Vampire oh, in God. which... Oh, gosh. She just, like, plows her bike right into his back, and then he lands, like, right on her crotch. And it's like, what is happening in this already? It's been ten minutes. I don't understand. I don't... Yeah, it's been ten minutes. I wonder if... Um, I know it was originally in a manga, but uh, yeah. Rosario plus Vampire definitely seems like it was based off of a dating sim. Yeah. Because of how... I would totally play It's that. a bunch of girls... Honest. Uh, and you're the boring main character. Although Rosario it's easy, plus it's easy to mix up visual novels and harem anime. They're oh yeah, pretty similar. Oh yeah, definitely. If they made a visual novel, though, I would totally play it. I will be the first to admit it. I would play it. My problem is uh, with like harem anime and visual novels. It's like these girls exist to serve the desires of a single character mm-hmm. slash substitute. A person who is using that character to substitute for themselves. Yeah, and and then they it's don't like, have anybody else in their life. Yeah, it's like that's just not realistic. It's yeah. like a there's probably competition if they're this cute. Yeah. These girls are kawaii guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and B, Why would they want me. They're just so cute. Yeah, and B, they're not instantly going to be like, oh, you're amazing. Like, they might even not even give you the time of day at first. Or, you know, they they have autonomy. They have things that they do later on in life as well. Like, I remember, Courtney, you told me about uh, the, the one kind of creepy thing from Clannad, aside from the rape threat, uh, was that, uh, like, after Nagisa and uh, Tomoya were married... She kept asking him. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. That pissed me off so much. Yeah, explain. Because I love that anime. You know, I saw the anime first. I have, I've been a fan of it ever since I saw it. And in the anime, after Nagisa and Tomia get together and get married, like, they, they just, they are very much an ideal couple and they're very supportive of each other. But, mm-hmm. and, and that's still what it's like in the visual novel. But when they get married... Tomoya says the only thing I ask of you is to like ask me permission to do things and so she's like there's a job I want to apply for like is it okay if I do it and of course I mean Tomoya says yes he never told her no but the thing is she has to ask him for like 
can I go see my family? Can I go apply for a job? Like, come on, Nagisa, you're an independent woman. I'm so glad they changed that in the anime. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty creepy. <laughs> and then what it winds up being that these anime girls were before they were so interesting and amazing. They're kind of defined then by their relationship to you and nothing oh, else. Yeah. Or they're defined by their looks. It's like, do you want to date the big-chested one? Do you want to date the one that looks like a little girl? Do you want the tsundere one? Yeah. <laughs> it's like their personality and the way they act. Uh, but definitely looks is a huge part of it. Um, mm-hmm. That's why they make such different-looking characters, unless you're also into twins, which Clan Ad utilized. But, I mean, even Clan, like, you can decide when you are with the twins. You can basically pick which twin you want when they ask you what length of hair do you like yeah if he if you say i like long hair he'll end up with the twin with the long hair and if you say i like short hair he'll end up with the twin with the short hair yeah it's Mm. very looks based uh which i don't think is the thing that you should be searching in when being like who do i want to date let me think about all the people in my life and who's the most attractive it's like, yeah, that's something that you consider, but it shouldn't be the only thing that you consider. Yeah. While before you get to know these girls, it's like that's that's the one thing that you know and flip through mm-hmm. in decision. Like, oh, they're so pretty. I want that person. Yeah. And like I said, the age issues. So yeah. like Clana is kind of guilty of that. Fuko acts like she's a little bitty child. Like she's Well, that's in- kind of because, you know, she one had really poor social skills and then even though she's the same age as Tomia, you know, she was in that car accident and yeah. in a coma for several years and then Which probably definitely uh contributes to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but it, that's not the only case of oh, yeah. that ever happening. Oh yeah, there's there's tons of dating sims and visual novels where it's like the the childish character and it's like why is it when you're looking through that you're like i want to date someone who's childish yeah that just gives me the creeps saying uh, that yeah that's one reason why i love oran host club because every character is an anime stereotype yeah yeah that's my that's one of my favorite animes and it does it well it does it in a non-cliche way i love the one that acts like a child is actually the oldest one in the entire club yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oren was just... But again, that's was... also like... I mean, it, that part that that part of it is funny, but if you think about the reasons why that's an anime-like stereotype, like, people like that. Like, they like... Like, Lolicon. Like, Boku no Pico. God. Honey was... Ba- he kind of even looks like the main character from Boku no Pico. <laughs> so messed up. <laughs> so messed up. Like, that was intentional. Yeah. Yeah, so Japan is very guilty in a lot of, like, age concerns, which is a whole nother podcast. Mm -hmm. But um, I think one of the biggest concerns we should have in um, especially games in which you are pursuing women in some way or another is how we treat them in those games and whether or not the games are sexist in the way that they treat them. Because so... You guys are aware. There's always been the thing where it's like, video games make you violent. Oh, yeah. I did a whole paper on that. What <laughs> was your conclusion? That the only thing that makes you violent when you play video games is, A, if you have, like, a mental disease, or B, your parents just didn't teach you 
not to what's hit people. What's the difference between a video game and real life? Yeah, there's basically definitely a, that separation. Mm-hmm. But um, when when you have something that's so closely mirrored to real life in the way that, you know, some women are treated really poorly and it's kind of reflected like that in video games. Uh, one of the most prolific games that people are always like, this game is super sexist, is Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you can... Uh, a beat on women. I mean, you can beat on everyone, but specifically, you can uh, coerce prostitutes, so mm. you pay them, uh, which is fine. That's a regular transaction. But then, of course, after the act is done, you want your money back, so you just kill her, and there's your money back. And that's like an encouraged way to go about things because yeah. you don't want to lose money on that. Like. So I like Grand Theft Auto. I do. It's fun to play. It's just this massive sandbox that you can do whatever in. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's an issue. So there was an Ohio State University study um, that said playing violent slash sexist video games like GTA caused men to exhibit less empathy toward women who were victims of violence. So the study they had, it was like, okay, do you play GTA? It's like, yeah, I do. And they had them specifically go out and harm women in GTA. And then they showed them pictures of women who were victim uh, victims of violence. And the ones who had played GTA showed significantly less empathy than the ones who didn't. Oh. So, concerning. Yeah. Um, just, just a pit. Yeah. So, the, the purported reasoning for this is that... Um, when men identify with the male characters in violent and sexist video games, they may also believe it's okay to coerce women into having sex, according to Bushman. Bushman being uh, one of the publishers of the study. Um, in GTA games, a male character can pay a prostitute for sex and then get to get his money back, kill her. Women, often clad in bikinis, are treated like sex objects. Men wielding big-ass guns are rewarded for violence and objectification. Uh, yeah... Yeah. All right, that really sucks. <laughs> yeah. That really sucks. Like, at first I was like, this can't be real because, you know, it's it's kind of like the thing with, like, video games and violence. And that's been proven over and over to be not really true. You have that separation of reality. Mm-hmm. But because it's a lot less detailed, it's not that you're running around with a gun, like, jumping off of buildings and crashing cargo bobs into jets. Mm-hmm. And instead you're interacting with women they might I, just be desensitized. Yeah. 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 I definitely can see that. And it's just like, yeah, that happens. And it's like, but I think as a whole, humanity needs to have a little bit more empathy for people. Oh, yeah. Um, definitely. And then there's the uh, argument about, so VR, amazing. It's mm-hmm. a real thing. We live in the future. Um, it's awesome. But then people are making games for VR like Dead or Alive Extreme, Extreme 3. 3. Um, in which there's a mini game where you can essentially just assault a girl in a bikini while she's saying, no, stop, don't touch me. Yeah. And you persist in touching her and are rewarded with her like fear and her not wanting you to touch her, which is super creepy. Yeah. And it's like she can't do anything. Yeah. Like she can't like back away or anything. She's just there. It's a It's a video game. But like. Will that have effects on real life, do you guys think? If someone were to play that and that be like, this is my favorite game to play and check out this mini game. Um, I don't know I because there's already porn that does that 
everywhere. Yeah. The only difference is it's a little closer to your eyes and a little more interactive. Yeah, because it's you with your uh, controls that are yeah. actually the one like going like poke, poke. Um, like poke her, poke a butt, poke a boobs. So that's kind of basically... in her boobs. It's basically the same as those erotic visual novels. Yeah. Mm. But it's just a little more... It's just that step further. Yeah. That's like... I don't... Uh, some people have that weird fantasy. Yeah. I don't. Definitely Disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, hey, I'm going to say it again. As long as no one get, gets hurt. Yet. <laughs> Yet. 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 I just wonder then if the argument could be is that later on, after playing that game and becoming desensitized to it, are they going to be like, oh, yeah, I could do that in real life if I really wanted to. You could say the exact same thing as porn, though. Yep. True. That's true. Unrealistic expectations everywhere. Yeah. Of what women look like, of what men can do. I mean, everywhere. So. Yeah. I think that, like, consent as a whole needs to be, uh, like, drilled into people a little bit better mm-hmm. especially in uh the porn industry mm-hmm. and in video games and in visual novels uh, oh yeah but there are some games so on our bright point on our bright point to end there are some games that definitely get it right um and oftentimes those are games that aren't aiming at the male gaze mm-hmm. so there's a that just tells us that there's a huge issue with the male gaze and being like kind of violent and objectifying to women mm-hmm. so um steam's very first quote-unquote uncensored sex game uh kindred spirits is a yuri game so it's uh girls and girls and it's aimed at you know a lesbian audience mm-hmm. um and it's like super innocent like it is quote-unquote uncensored sex game because like one of the most erotic things that happens is two girls braid each other's hair. <laughs> it's so cool. Like, it's like a really lighthearted Was it a kind of thing. Fishtail braid. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Just <laughs> Was it a French braid? Mm-hmm. Was it a waterfall braid? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like what this became. Let's stop. Let's stop. But um yeah, so uh, there, there's definitely a format able to get it right when it comes to not being overtly sexual, not uh, sexualizing uh, girls, even when it's a game where the ultimate goal is for two people to get together. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, another one that gets it right uh, is Cute Demon Crashers, uh, which is an erotic game, but uh, the twist is it's an Otome game, too, okay. I should definitely okay. say. Uh but the twist is, is that, you know, there's the erotic sequences where, where you get, you know, your guy. But at any point, you can hit a stop button in the corner. Mm. And oftentimes, uh, most of the time, all of the time, there's not that option, apparently, um, which I think is really important to have there mm-hmm. to simulate how real life is in which everyone's allowed to say stop whenever they want to. They don't have to go through with this scene because they agreed with it at first. Yeah. So I just really enjoy games that reflect real life better. Like, mm-hmm. I know sure. they're supposed to be like an escapist fantasy kind of thing, but I think when it comes to social situations like that, I think we should encourage the knowledge that this is the way it is. 
and mm-hmm. that's what you should be aware of if that ever happens to you if you ever get with your demon senpai <laughs> uh your cute demon senpai and uh you say i already haven't yeah oh mm. gosh courtney well the stop button was there for you should you have <laughs> uh needed or wanted it um but yeah so Obviously, this industry, uh, dating sims and visual novels, is flawed as a whole, but you know what industry isn't? Um, I just think its biggest flaws are worrying in that it's in uh, consent and how women are treated Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. therein. But that's the issue with a ton of industries, especially film and television. Oh, yeah. Um, So I think... All industries should just go on a course about, like, what consent <laughs> is exactly, like, sober, uh, sober, verbal, continuous, I think. I feel like the... every single person, like, in any industry, like, yeah. I think in college you need to take a course in consent. Yeah, I just know. Just in general. Yeah. Just because, and if you don't pass a course, you don't pass. Yeah, that's a uh, kind of controversial thing going on lately is that there are like consent courses being uh, becoming mandatory for college freshmen. And there's a lot mm-hmm. of people that are like, I don't want to do this. You're just saying that I'm a rapist. And it's like, no, you're that's, not. That's you're the not- same as like being forced to take health class in high school. Being- or being forced to like do like a drug test. But, yeah. Yeah. I guess people feel really like <laughs> accused about it. And it's like. Well, don't sit through the course and then find out how to never be confused or confused or accused. If you're not a rapist, of... then it should be an easy course. Yeah, an easy, a- easy A. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And um, how many easy A's do you get in college? Not many. Not many. Not many. Definitely uh, look into that. I think Ball State doesn't have a mandatory course as of yet, but it does a very good job. It does have that. Step in, speak up. Yeah. No, it has that game that they make freshmen play. Do you remember that? Right, yeah. It's oh, yeah. almost it's interesting that you bring that up because it's almost like a visual novel because uh, you have uh I mean, while well, you're clicking you through You can only make pictures. the right choice. Though. You can only make the right like, you choice. You can't progress if you make the wrong if you make the wrong choice and it's just like no, no. Yeah. You're, wrong. you're told instantly if you make the wrong choice, but the choices are about consent issues and being like Michael and Lindsay uh, went to a party last night, and both of them had quite a bit to drink. And then they woke up together in Michael's dorm. Uh, was there consent here? And I was like, no, there wasn't, because they were drinking. And you have to pick that answer, otherwise it's going to tell you, actually, you yeah. need to pay attention to this course. Which, yeah, I definitely appreciate that that's a thing. Because, mm-hmm. unfortunately, this isn't common sense for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, and they would show you, like, stats based on, like, men and women and what they answered yeah and it'd be like if a girl has been flirting with a guy all night does she owe him anything and like all the girls it was like 90 percent of the girls and it'd be like no and then like a only 30 percent of the guys are like no yeah <laughs> yeah yeah which is like worrying oh. in itself um but yeah i definitely think that uh Maybe movies as a whole have influenced people and in whether or not they think that, yes, she owes him something or, yeah, no, they were fine. There was consent there, even though they were both drunk, because that's often a plot in movies. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, no, we woke up together. It's true, though. Like oh, the yeah. whole premise of knocked up um, yeah. and then going further into that. Yeah. But uh, definitely think that uh, visual novels and dating sims as a whole should take a leaf out of uh, Ball State's orientation program book here 
I never thought I'd say that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Did I win? Did I get the girl? You got senpais. I got senpais. No, I got all the senpais. Or kohais. Or high highs. Okay. Okay. Hi, hi, puppy. I mean, you mean to go. That reminds me, everyone should go check out uh, our last episode of the Anime A Team where we talk about uh, Hi, hi, puppy. I mean, at some point mm. and uh, their crossover into America and Teen Titans as a whole. But didn't they uh, have their own show at one point? They did. They did I indeed. I love that show. I remember. Yeah, no, it's a good one. But uh, this podcast has been the Coven Podcast. I have been your host, Daily Wilhelm, the Witch of the Wavelengths. Joining me today was the lovely... Courtney Tuckman. And the equally lovely... Kathleen Eastham. Uh, thank you all for joining us tonight. Be sure to check out all our other podcasts here at ByteBSU.com or check us out on SoundCloud at Ball State Daily, not like my name. Uh, you can also follow us on iTunes. And uh, everyone have a happy... Halloween has already passed, so have a happy day. <laughs> <laughs>